Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is The World in 10 from The Times of London on Saturday the 3rd of December. I'm Laura Cook. And I'm Holly Keogh. Russia faces a new oil price cap aimed at cutting an important source of revenue. A country like Russia that has invaded their country aggressively and without provocation shouldn't have anywhere to sell it, its oil and gas and natural resources at all. And a rising number of jailed mafia bosses are claiming to be drug addicts for better prison conditions. Even while they're still at large, before they're ever uh, arrested or sent to prison, will register themselves as drug addicts. When um, they, they're, they're arrested, they're sent to jail, they say, oh, well, you, you know, you can see I'm, I'm already a drug addict. We start with the conflict in Ukraine, where the G7 and Australia have agreed to cap Russian crude oil at $60 per barrel. It's a move that aims to limit Moscow's ability to finance its military activity in Ukraine and would take effect on Monday. US Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen said the cap will immediately cut into Putin's most important source of revenue – adding it'll help low- and medium-income countries who've been hit hardest by high energy and food prices. Richard Lloyd Parry is reporting from Key for The Times of London. He explains how this will be seen. A country like Russia that has invaded their country aggressively and without provocation shouldn't have anywhere to sell its oil and gas and natural resources at all. You know, they're not asking for a price cap, they're asking for total isolation of the of the Russian economy. That's how it would be seen here. Meanwhile, Russia says the West must recognise the Ukrainian land it annexed before any peace talks can begin. Both Vladimir Putin and Joe Biden had said they were prepared to talk about ending the war but seem unlikely to accept each other's conditions. Major General Rupert Jones is a former standing Joint Forces commander and explains what President Biden would have been told by his advisers how deeply untrustworthy President Putin is, and also be reminded of how the Russians tend to negotiate. They always put in totally unreasonable demands. That's that kind of given tactic. And they will then give nothing in return. Uh, And any conversation by President Biden, I think it's always good to talk, but that's a different thing to peace negotiations. Elsewhere, a former commander of US Army forces in Europe says the only reason Russia wants to negotiate on the war in Ukraine is so it can rearm. The UK Foreign Secretary's warning peace talks could be an opportunity to rebuild Russia's battered army. Lieutenant General Ben Hodges agrees, 
and says negotiations shouldn't mean Ukraine forfeiting anything. When we talk about negotiations or saying Ukraine should negotiate, that just breathes oxygen into the Kremlin, uh, who is hoping. Right now, their only hope is to drag this thing out in hopes that all of us will lose the will to continue supporting Ukraine. Let's turn to Italy, where a rising number of jailed mafia bosses who are claiming to be drug addicts are raising eyebrows. Magistrates in Rome are investigating the occurrences out of concern that the claims are an excuse to get better prison conditions. About 20 Rome-based bosses from Neapolitan, Gypsy and Albanian clans, as well as top drug traffickers, have convinced judges to send them from prison to clinics where supervision is less strict, allowing them to do business and network with each other. Many allegedly have no drug habit at all, but bribe doctors to provide judges with fake evidence that they are hopelessly addicted and need expert attention. Tom Kingston is the Times' Italy correspondent. There are some who are particularly crafty who, even while they're still at large, before they're ever uh, arrested or sent to prison, will register themselves as drug addicts. So they'll get on some kind of uh, uh, drug rehabilitation program, um, to- totally fake because they're not drug addicts at all. But that means that when um, they, they're, they're arrested, they're sent to jail, they say, oh, well, you, you know, you can see I'm, I'm already a drug addict. Uh, I've got the paperwork to show, show it. So that makes it even more convincing. For bosses seeking to get out of jail, feigning drug addiction has supplanted faking mental illness, which was the preferred tactic until recently. You're listening to The World in 10 from The Times of London, analysis and insight into the globe's main stories, and all in just 10 minutes. We head now to South Africa, where financial markets ended the day slightly higher on Friday, following ongoing uncertainty over the future of President Cyril Ramaphosa. His political career hangs in the balance, after an inquiry found evidence of misconduct but failed to reach a conclusion – The national executive of his governing African National Congress Party is set to reconvene to discuss the report before Tuesday, when Parliament will debate it. Lumkili Mondi is an economics lecturer at the University of Witwatersrand. What concerns investors is when institutions are being eroded. And I think South Africa has shown time and again that the judiciary remains quite robust. Our parliament remains quite robust and hence the section 89 that has put the president in this position that is very unpalatable not only for investors but for all of us because it creates uncertainty. The panel investigated allegations that thieves found and stole millions of dollars of cash stuffed into furniture at Ramaphosa's game farm in 2020. The theft which only came to light in June has raised questions about how Ramaphosa who came to power on the promise to fight graft, acquired the money and whether he declared it. The president has said a much smaller amount of money, the proceeds of game sales, was taken. He's denied any wrongdoing and hasn't been charged with any crimes. On the way, China lifts some Covid restrictions and Peter Kay returns to comedy after 12 years. China is continuing to lift COVID restrictions following protests across the country over the strict zero COVID rules. Beijing removed requiring negative test results as a condition to enter places such as supermarkets and prepares to do so for subways from Monday, although many other venues, including offices, still have the requirement. Some residents have to queue for hours to get their hands on a test. 
The line went from one end of the street to the other. We walked for seven or eight minutes to get through the line. If you ride a bike, it takes two minutes to reach the end. You couldn't even see the end of the line. It was so crowded. As daily cases hovered near all-time highs, China looks to make its zero-COVID policy more targeted, amid an economic slowdown and public frustration. However, a report from Bloomberg suggests unlocking could come at a high price. They predict if China opens up fully, it could lead to 5.8 million people being admitted to intensive care units, overwhelming a health system that has less than four ICU beds per 100,000 people. Primrose Rawdon is the South China correspondent for the Financial Times. There are signs that, um, you know, cases are very much rising in some cities, that the health system wouldn't be prepared, particularly in rural areas where we're talking about, you know, some, I mean, it's not like completely um, like some parts of the developing world, but there isn't proper health, you know, there definitely is not the capacity to deal with a Hong Kong situation of, um, of, you know, a death rate comparable to Hong Kong. Low vaccination rates among the most at risk group in Hong Kong played a role in pushing the Chinese territory's COVID-19 death rates to some of the highest in the world last spring. Now it's over to Kane Reeves for a World Cup roundup. Cameroon produced another major World Cup upset by defeating five-time champions and favourites Brazil in their final group game. Amazingly, Abubakar's headed it in! Devastatingly for the African side, that goal wasn't enough to send Cameroon through, with Switzerland beating Serbia 3-2 to progress. The round of 16 begins today, with Australia given the tough task to beat Argentina. But not an impossible task, according to Australia coach Graham Arnold. It's uh, 11 v 11, and it's 10 blue shirts against 10 yellow shirts, and uh, it's a battle, it's a war. And we've got to fight that. The first knockout game sees the USA take on the Netherlands, boosted by the news that Christian Pulisic is fit to play. Peter Kay was in tears after walking onto a standing ovation on the first night of his comeback comedy tour. The comedian received warm reception as he opened his gig in Manchester, his first live tour for 12 years. It was the first of 110 arena dates that the Bolton star will perform over the next two and a half years. He cancelled his last tour in December 2017 due to unforeseen family circumstances, but is now making up for lost time. And finally, there's bad news for anyone wanting to go skiing to take their minds off the cost of living crisis. It's understood resorts in Europe are also falling victim to limited energy supplies. Ski lifts and hot tubs are among goods and services most affected. And that's your World in 10 from the Times of London on Saturday the 3rd of December. This podcast from the Times is brought to you in partnership with Google Podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.